My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker Retail Ranger. Hey, retail rangers. A lot of food retailers use your sense of smell to keep you in the store longer by getting you to buy more freshly baked items and filling up that shopping cart. Do you ever notice that the smell of fresh bread or chocolate chip cookies being baked makes you want to buy them? That shows you how important your sense of smell is. As a retail ranger, I love coming home to a pleasant, welcoming aroma. Liz and I are huge fans of perfectly soy candles, made right here in Central Virginia. They're made from all-natural soy wax, which results in a clean, long-lasting, carbon-neutral candle that also supports our American farmers. The fragrances are phthalate-free, which means you aren't releasing harmful carcinogens into the air when you burn them. Perfectly soy candles are homemade and hand-poured with a keen eye to make sure that every candle is perfect. You can buy individual candles, car air fresheners, or even a monthly subscription box. Check out PerfectlySoyCandles.com, a fantastic way to support independent small business owners as well as American farmers. PerfectlySoyCandles.com. Thank you. So, hey, everybody, it's uh, Sunday, July 3rd, 2022. Welcome to episode 30 of the Walker Retail Ranger podcast. How are you today, Liz? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, a uh, quick shout out to Christine at PerfectlySoyCandles.com. You just heard that little nugget there. Uh, she sent me an early birthday gift, and it was the, the Star Wars one that I was ranting and raving about back from May. Yeah. She, she actually sent me a, a kit, and oh, my goodness, I thought it sounded good when I was reading the descriptions. It smells amazing. We've got to get a warmer up here. Yes, I'm going to. That's, that's on, on my list. Because holy shnikes. And it's the cool, my little favorite one, I guess, would be the uh, Han Solo and Carbonite. <laughs> that just looks so cool. And knowing he's going to melt. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just kind of cool. So uh, I got a quick chicken update. Uh, you actually walked out on me when, or walked up on me when I was out there. Uh, what was I doing, Liz? I was playing music for the chickens. You were playing them a song. It was uh, Rooster by Alice in Chains. It's the first official song that they've heard. I made a quick little video of it and put it on our Instagram. Um, they liked it. I think they did. I think they were getting a little bit pumped out there. <laughs> I know uh, we spread apart the straw bale a little bit for them last week. And I think you went out there earlier this week and spread it out a little bit more for them. And now it is... They, they have literally spread that out evenly. Yeah, they did most of the work themselves. It's crazy. And, and it kept them... Bit, oh, here comes our special guest host, Morpheus. He's... Oh, <laughs> he's actually in the other room. He's that loud. Oh, he's been sleeping all day and staying out all night hunting, but we haven't seen anything no, this week. This has I haven't been, seen anything. Knock on wood. Yes. Oops, sorry, Roddy. Uh, <laughs> there, there's been nothing. That's good. Yeah. Well, I guess that's good. Well, they could be eating the evidence now, as we saw last week. Well, so. I haven't seen any evidence, so I'm just going to stick with that. We'll assume that they were... Uh, just doing good. So, uh, holidays today. Obviously, tomorrow's July 4th, Independence Day here in the good old United States of America. Yes. But today is July 3rd. Let's not sleep on those holidays. <laughs> Are you ready? Ready. 
It turns out that today is uh, Air Conditioning Appreciation Day. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. As a matter of fact, right before the podcast, I tried to add some of the AC stuff to your Jeep because your AC was crapping out in the Jeep. Yeah, it was bad. So you'll appreciate having some AC. I hope this works. If not, cha-ching, there goes the wallet. I know. Uh, And then I went to look to put it in the uh, Ford Focus that I'm driving now because that air conditioning doesn't exist. (laughs) And when I Googled on where you have to put the little recharge thing, it involves going up under the front left wheel and or front driver's side tire under the wheel well. So I'm probably going to save that for another day when it's not so hot and just continue with the two windows down <laughs> air good, or something. open. Yeah. And I mean, I'm getting incredible gas mileage on the thing for 250,000 miles on it. On that car, I'm averaging 31, 32 miles a gallon, which is just crazy. That's amazing. It, depending or thinking about it's a small tank too. Um, and how much I used to spend in the gas or in gas on the trucks. Holy smokes. That car has paid for itself just yes, about, it I'd say. It's pretty crazy. It's also American Redneck Day. American <laughs> Redneck. I don't know if there's Canadian Rednecks. I, yeah, I guess there are. There's Rednecks everywhere. Uh, but it's American Rednecks. And the term Redneck came around in the 1800s, which I didn't realize. Oh, my gosh. Funny story on the way back from the auto place with your air conditioning stuff. Uh, the guy in the corner was doing an American Redneck trick. What? It looked like he had painted something on his back bumper, and he was using his leaf blower to dry the paint. <laughs> that is redneck ingenuity. Yeah. That's what it's that's all about. Pretty smart. I like to use redneck in the positive term. Apparently, it can be pretty derogative, too, but we, we tend to take it kind of light. This one kind of ties in with, like, it was Turkey Day last week or something, remember? Right. All right, well, it's Build a Scarecrow Day. <laughs> and, I, and I think of that as being in the fall, but... It has some legitimacy, I guess, because gardens are, are popping up, or they should already be on the way yeah. um, at most gardens, but it's Build a Scarecrow Day. Okay. All right. Uh, my favorite day, which I didn't know existed, but now that I know, I will uh, I will celebrate it better. It is uh, Disobedience Day, Liz. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, I probably should have used that one last week when I did the Mohawk. <laughs> but, uh, oh, ooh, too soon. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. It's uh, International Drop a Rock Day. And I was like, what does that even mean? So when I checked that out, have you ever been in the grocery store or some other stores and you see these little painted rocks and they'll have a little hashtag on them that people just put around randomly? Have you seen those? I haven't run into them, but I've heard of them. Okay, well, I I get them in my store. Sometimes they'll be on the bathroom sink and stuff like that. It's (laughs) whatever. It's not the craziest thing I've seen, let's just say. Um, <laughs> but that's where that comes from, International Drop a Rock Day. Huh. They put little messages. Apparently, there's a website on there. Uh, it's Chocolate Wafer Day. All right, sir. I appreciate that air conditioning. <laughs> uh, Kit Kats are technically a chocolate wafer. All right. Well, so, you're talking my language So now. I'm down with that. Uh, it's National Fried Clam Day, which, if you ask me, it's a little hot for fried it clams. It is hot. Uh, but to our New England listeners, and we got a lot of friends and family up that way, a happy, happy National Fried Clam Day to you. Just have a cold <laughs> one with it. And tying in with that, it's also National Stay Out of the Sunday. If you got a belly full of fried clams, yeah, I would highly recommend you stay out of the sun. What do you think? I agree. J'agree. Uh, so this last one actually brought up some flashbacks for me when I was a kid. It's a National Compliment Your Mirror Day. Oh, no. So I remember as a kid, and I don't remember how old I was, where we were living. Um, I got caught making faces in the mirror. Because I know you're shocked that I would make goofy faces, right? And I'm kind of narcissistic, but I was apparently looking in the uh, the mirror making faces. 
And I don't know if my mom was just in a bad mood that day or if I was just <laughs> that annoying and had been doing it. But uh, she told me to make a face in the mirror. So I'm like, okay. Oh, no. So I make a face in the mirror. <laughs> oh, smack, right? I'm like, oh. She it says, should have been National Disobedience Day. <laughs> right? Well, if I had known, if I had known back then, hey, Ma, come on. It's Disobedience Day and compliment the mirror. Day. So then she'd say, don't make a face. And I'm like, well, what does that even mean? So I'm just looking at it and all of a sudden, whoosh, another one. I'm like, okay. It's one of those darned if you do, darned if you don't wow. things. So I made another face. Whoosh, oh. And then I just made every goofy face I could. I took a beating that day, <laughs> but it made me the man I am. All right. So it is a flashback day. So, it's hey. okay. Uh, I need to take a quick swig. Mm. Plantain weeds. We've been talking about that a little bit, right? Yes. So I had said I was going to taste some. And dang it, here at Walker Retail Ranger, we follow through. <laughs> so as I, as I was out there cutting the grass, I was like, oh, I, you know, I got to do something for the podcast today with the plantain. So I found a medium size and a larger size. Brought them in the house and I washed them because we have a dog. You never know what's yeah, on this. Well, he's leaves. all over the place, especially they grow very well in the ditch. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. There's a ditch for a reason. And Roddy likes to hang out there. So I bring them in the house and I wash them and I took a bite of the medium size. And my first impression was it was pretty tough. Um, and then I gave it to you to try too. Right. And, and I had this taste. I was like, it's, it doesn't really taste like grass. No. But then it hit me like with the, the aftertaste as I was chewing it, it tasted like an apple peel. It like, totally did. Yeah. Not like a sweet apple, kind of like a granny Smith, but not tart. Right. But there was a hint of bitterness to it. Yeah. I feel like we're talking about fine wines right here. <laughs> it had an oaky flavor. No, it, but it, it, it didn't taste bad. Um, but And the bigger leaf was a little bit tougher, but it did have an apple peel. So I don't know if any type of... I mean, it might be somewhat good in a salad, maybe. Yeah, it kind of dried my mouth out a little bit. You, you're right. It did. It, it did have that effect. So I don't know if that'd be a great thing to... Well, it does have anti-inflammatory um, qualities to it. Correct. Yep, correct. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe my saliva glands were inflamed <laughs> and they deflamed them. Well, so the other part of it was the medicinal purposes, like for if you have bug stings and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And obviously I was out working in the yard today all day and I've got, I had three specific bug bites. I, I marked the time. It was one thirty nine. <laughs> I took the plantain and I squeezed it, squeezed it, squeezed it until it got kind of, it wasn't a very juicy leaf. No, they're not. But... I squeezed it really good and I started wiping it on my bug bites. And as I was wiping it, obviously the leaf broke down a little bit more. So it got right. a little bit more on there. So I just started going ham. Plus I was cleaning the grass clippings off my legs that had accumulated. So I was using that to kind of wipe it down. And about 10 minutes later, I thought about it. I was like, well, there's still a slight itch there. Right. But as of right now, and it is 3.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time here on the East Coast. <laughs> hey, everybody. Um there's no itch, but I mean, I don't know if that would have gone away naturally yeah. or how long ago it went away, but it does, it didn't hurt me. So hopefully, I don't know. That's kind of cool. So as far as Liz's kitchen goes, this is a heck of a segue. Um, last week you blew me out of the water with your homemade version of one of my favorite treats. Uh, Papa John's, I think it's a cheese stick. It's a round cheese stick. It's like a pizza with cheese on it, basically with no sauce. Yeah. I love those things. And you made one last week but you made it liz style 
I used the dough that was left over from the oh. pizza we'd had a couple oh. nights before. Good, good. So I just, you know, made it in the shape of a, a pizza. Yeah, hey. And I had some butter that I infused garlic and Italian seasoning in, brushed that on there, and then just put cheese on it. I put mozzarella and some Colby Jack. Wasn't there Parmesan? Yes, there was. You had that built in too. Yes. Well, and Papa John's sauce isn't that kind of like a garlicky sauce too? Yeah, buttery garlic. So it kind of tasted like the sauce was already on it. Yes, that's why it was even better. And I didn't dip it in anything. I just ate it straight up, and it was amazing. It was good. Thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, So tonight we're having sirloin kebabs. We're trying a different cut of meat, a little bit less expensive. Correct. Yes. Uh, We've heard good things. Well, I had some sirloin when we went out for um, oh, yes, Father's you did. Day. You did, and you liked it. It was very good. It was pretty tender. It was very, a lot more tender than I would have expected. Well, we'll see how tonight goes. But yeah. I, I know the kebabs look amazing. There's red peppers, onions, kebabs. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you marinated it for quite a while, right? Yeah. How long? I guess about three hours. Oh, come on. Well, they're still kind of marinating. Oh, they're that's true. They are. In the sauce. While we're up here, they're, they're marinating in the sauce all day. And we're going to do Brussels sprouts with balsamic glaze or a balsamic vinaigrette that I made this week. You made it. I made it. Okay. Is that difficult? No. Tell me about that because I, I have no idea how that works. found a little recipe and it's basically olive oil, balsamic vinegar. Okay. I would say, what is balsamic? Um, <laughs> you lost me. Um, garlic, honey, salt yes. and pepper. Oh. <laughs> and that's about it. And well, you shake it up that, real that, good. that smells really good too. I can't wait to have that. So speaking of sirloin, this is kind of a weird, weird thing. I heard about it like about a week ago. There is a Swedish food company, company named Oomph, O-U-M-P-H with an exclamation point. And they are proud to say that they have created a plant-based vegan burger that tastes like human flesh. What? How, how would anybody know what that tastes like? Okay. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, seriously, are you just trusting somebody? I mean, somebody had to taste it. And why would you want to buy it? Well, I mean, it came out in October 21, apparently around Halloween, and people were wondering if it was a joke or not, but apparently it was a thing. It also says the company even went so far as to make sure it had the texture of human meat. Well, that's just disgusting. And I could see you could figure that out, but the taste thing, that just disturbs me. Yeah, that's pretty weird. And why would you buy that? I mean... Do you want to know what human no, flesh tastes like? No, no. Or, or feels like, like texture-wise? That's just nasty. <laughs> God. And, and it actually won an award. It literally just won marketing. Oh, I'm sorry. Marketing for the burger. Well, I guess that makes sense because it is kind of crazy marketing. It just won an award at the, I never say this word right. It's I guess it's Con, C-A-N-N-E-S, like the Con Film Festival. Yeah. I always said Cannes. But that's, I'm an American redneck. You know. <laughs> the Cannes Lyon Festival of Creativity. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, I don't know. So speaking of human flesh, man, I'm just the Segway King today. Yeah, you are. Uh, last Monday, uh, your sister and us, we went to a Stop the Bleed course. Remember that? Oh, I remember. It was Monday. Yeah. It was really cool. It was free. Um, if you are interested in doing this, and I would highly recommend it because the one thing that we learned the most, the crazy fact was most fatalities are actually caused by the bleeding, like bleeding out. Right. And you're better off trying to stop the bleed versus not. Uh, so a lot of it was um, learning how to compress 
um, how to plug the hole, if you will, um, applying the pressure. And they had to stand there for like three minutes holding our arms locked on a wound. And my goodness, three minutes is a long it time. It is. I was shaking. But yeah, it, it starts, it's not something you normally do. Um, and then they taught us tourniquet yeah. use, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but it's stopthebleed.org. I'm sure you can find a place around you. It was a free course for us, so I'm assuming it's free everywhere. It's just we're going to save lives if you learn how to stop the bleed. So I'm going to make sure I spread the word to folks at work, too. A couple of them were talking about wanting to go, too. Right. I mean, it's be something I take again probably in six months just to kind of refresh myself. Yeah. Um, it's so. very informative. Yeah. So uh, I'm turning uh, the big 5-0 here at the end of the month, <laughs> right? Yay. Yay. Uh, rolling. and uh so i had to go to the doctor last week to get my uh follow or like a quick checkup on my blood pressure because i'm on the old bp meds i do work in retail and i'm 50 so (laughs) i have high blood pressure um so they took my blood pressure it was perfect i even texted you i was so proud of it at the time um and so the the first uh, lady came in and kind of did that quick checkup stuff and checked my weight and all that and then when my uh, doctor came in, she said, hey, how are you today? And I said, good. She goes, your blood pressure looks great. And I was like, yeah, thank you. And next word out of her mouth was colonoscopy. <laughs> she didn't say, hey, it's time to think about it. She said colonoscopy. Wow. And uh, I, I'm nervous about it. And I shouldn't be because it's really no big deal. No, it uh, really isn't. Yeah. I think, it, I, I feel like I was 45 and you're supposed to start getting checked at 45. And then they changed it to 50. I was like, sweet, I got five more years. (laughs) But now that I've gotten 50, I've heard they've moved back to 45. I don't know. But it's going down this Friday. Or going up. Hey-o. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, along with being 50, I guess the next step will be the prostate. I'm hoping they can get a two-for-one deal while they're there. That would be good. That would be great. (laughs) And instead of drinking that nasty liquid thing, I'm opting for the pill, pill version of the cleaner, we'll call it. Uh, and it, man, I got to get up every couple hours, um, in the wee, wee morning. Yeah. That's crazy. Like take 12 of them. Then I got to drink water every couple hours. But from what I understand, the prior liquid stuff is absolutely horrifying. It's, to drink. It is horrifying. That's what I did. And you got to drink like a gallon of it, right? Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping this, this trick works better. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll update everybody. And, well, the worst for me was not being able to eat anything all day. I know. The day before. Were you even on a liquid diet the day before? I mean, you could have water and black coffee and... Because mine, I can have like clear broth or I can have broth and clear liquids and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I could... Not that broth is going to be very sustainable. Yeah, this is going to be tough for me. Yeah. I mean, not during the work day because I don't really eat usually, but just knowing that when I come home, I'm not going to have that phenomenal dinner you always have for me. It's going to be broth. Be more for me. Oh, yes. (laughs) That was good. I'll save you some. So uh, this was my first week back um, after our vacation. Uh, Monday, walk in. We're, we're off to a good start getting merchandise for the 4th of July holiday. Made one little observation that kind of grinded my gears. Uh-oh. You know I'm a big fan of shiny floors, right? Oh, yeah. Well, somebody at some point had dripped something every three inches. There was a drop, a black drop <laughs> on my floor. Um, and it hit two or three specific aisles. I had one associate tell me, yeah, somebody dropped pine sole and it, they leaked it throughout the store. And I was like, well, maybe they mean pine tar. <laughs> I'm like, cause if it was pine sole, wouldn't somebody have cleaned it up in the moment? 
Because that's kind of slippery, too. Yeah. It? I mean, if I had dots like that floating down a couple aisles, I'm like, and then I heard somebody else tell me pine saw. So I was like kind of a little, little upset. And then I thought about it. Well, maybe they saw the broken or the punctured pine saw thing back in our reclamation area. So maybe they assumed that's, that was the culprit. Okay. Because I would think if they had seen that, they should have picked it up instead of letting it sit for however many days. But I'm telling you that to tell you this. It would not come up with the floor scrubber. It would not come up with a mop. I had to get uh, one of my quality assurance people, Betty. She went out there with a hot mop, which you're not supposed to put hot water on wax. It's not really great for the wax, but we're having a floor strip here in a month. So if there was any damage, I figured we can we can make it a month. Right. So I had the... Uh, the razor blade scraper it's on a aluminum pole right and i had betty going in front of me with the uh with the mop and i was coming behind her scraping i felt like i was curling which, oh like on the ice yes oh, that's hilarious. which you know i like to watch that yes. and you always wonder what the fascination is but i i was scraping as hard as i could and I, the next day my shoulders were killing me mm. so props to curlers number one but i didn't scream because usually they scream when they're yeah curling. <laughs> that would have been funny <laughs> I did not end up doing that, so. I uh, did have one calamity going into the holiday weekend, which was a... Oh. Horrifying. These are things you, you don't like about the retail life. Um, the ice cream storage freezer went down, and how we found out about it, apparently it wasn't communicating with the refrigeration monitoring service for whatever reason. There was some kind of problem. In the middle of the night, right? Yeah, it's kind of tricky, like, as far as when it went down, uh, just because of that. Um communication error thing but um but the funny thing is we have this part-time guy that runs ice cream and he comes up to me and he goes hey what's the best way to get melted ice cream up off the floor in the freezer and i was like my instinct is you know grab a mop and then i was like wait there should not be melted ice cream on the <laughs> yeah. floor in the freezer so that's when we realized it had, it had uh not been good so we ended up thankfully our company's got a really good turnaround time on this stuff we actually had a truck of product coming in that night so it was a very minimal impact to the sales but um, it was a pretty good loss yeah. and you don't like losing money especially with the price of everything these days the cost is up if we had lost it last year probably would have saved 25 percent <laughs> hey everybody so and i uh i guess that's pretty much it you got anything else for us uh, right no. right you got anything no he, he's sleeping all right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Walker Retail Ranger. Be sure to check us out on all the uh, all the grams and stuff like that. But the best way to do it is just go to uh, walkerretailranger.com. That way you can choose where you listen to your podcasts. Um, I think we're up over 2,000 downloads now. Which uh, is that's cool. amazing. I haven't checked in a couple days, but we, we broke the 2,000 mark um, last week. And just I really, 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 truly appreciate the support. Getting a lot of good feedback out there. And, as always, you can try that walkerretailranger at gmail.com email address. You know what I was thinking about doing? What? I was actually thinking about buying a track phone. Why? So then we could put a like a number out there and people could text. Huh. If that, if that would be easier. Like, not, not, because I don't want to put out my cell phone number. Right, I mean, right. Cousin Dave, he knows how to get in touch with me. <laughs> and a lot of our listeners do. But I was thinking it'd be kind of cool if we had a little extra phone that was just like the bat phone that's funny be ringing in the middle of the night walker reach a ranger i got a great show idea <laughs> yeah middle of the night well it's got a ringer cut off I, I don't know i was thinking about doing that because you can get it pretty cheap like, all right when you pay for minutes or sometimes the texting's free i don't know i want to look into that it'd be kind of cool that would be cool yeah 
Then I get those spam texts where my uh, my truest bank account has been hacked. And oh, great! I've only ever driven by a truest bank. I don't, I don't <laughs> bank. I've never used anything. But uh, yeah, they're they're doing that pretty good because it's working. Anyways, I got just sidetracked there. I guess I need to appreciate some Squirtle. more. Yeah, more air conditioning. I appreciate you, air conditioning. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks a lot, and we'll uh, catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Hey, retail rangers. Be sure to check out WalkerRetailRanger.com. We're also on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, Overcast, Radio Public, and Pocket Casts. Unfortunately, we're no longer on SoundCloud as far as the, the newest episodes go because we apparently ran out of space. And I'm not trying to pay for it. Gas is 20 cents up. You know what I'm saying? So uh, anyways, appreciate your support. Catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.